Hey there, welcome to Cozy Chats, a modern, relaxed, and easygoing podcast aimed at sharing experiences to aspiring young people, no matter their field. Those things are that people can learn in their career and also just in business. But what is the transition like between, like when you were younger, between training just for regular competitions in Australia to actually getting to the point where you've been called up to the Rio Olympics? Because that happened fast, I think. Yeah, it happened quite fast. Um, I only started, I made the Olympic team after five years of starting. So I guess the transition... I didn't think much of it, I guess, because it just happened so fast. Um, yeah, I get, it just happened so quick that I didn't have much thought into it. But what is, was it like surreal when you finally made it to the Olympics? Or? Nah, because, I mean, when you're, when you only do something for a few years, I wasn't even like surprised or like, I didn't know how important this was and and whatnot, I just, I was just running. I was just running and like, oh. And I, it wasn't arrogance, but I always thought, you know, I started off at school, I said, I can beat everyone at school, I mm. can beat everyone at the state, I can beat everyone in the country. And I was like, man, I believe I can, I can make an Olympic team. So when I made it, when I got the call, it was kind of like, I visualized that for so long, so much, yeah. that it was like deja vu, like I've already made this team before. Mm. But the experience, mm at the olympics then it was completely different you know yeah. you're there and it's like it's like surreal so um, big it's it's insane because you have you know some crazy stories and and i'll tell you a few one one of them you know you rock up to the olympic village and you know you have your favorite athletes i'm i'm more into basketball at that time and and you see like nba players and you're like shit <laughs> you know like like that's crazy you know do you, do you go get their autographs because you guys both athletes do you get a photo or not um <laughs> then you know i saw you saying bolt uh and then probably the most impressive thing was um you can the food court is open 24 7 and i mean i don't get excited about food too much because that sounds childish but unless there's uh, chicken wings but, 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 when it, <laughs> but when food is free and it's 24 7 yeah that should be exciting yeah. and you can kind of go there um parties you know I was I was young. I was only twenty two years old, and and there was parties everywhere. But then you're an adult at the Olympics. No matter how old you are, you're an adult. You make your own decision, mm-hmm. um, and then you can go anywhere. And then now that's the fine balance between you know trying to maintain that energy. Because if you get too excited, you're wasting so much energy before yeah. you get to the track. Mm-hmm. So you gotta actually maintain that energy until you finish you finish your really? your event or yeah. competition or whatever you're there for. Because how silly would it be at the end of the day? Um, you come and then you're afterwards you're you're kind of writing a review and you're like fuck I got so excited over like free food and parties um, <laughs> now I have to run and, and I kind of fucked up and <laughs> and then and I trained for like four years to get here and I fucked up because I couldn't wait like yeah. a day or two days yeah. until I finished my competition you know and it's hard to stay focused you know and that comes with experience I wasn't experienced it was my first international team ever so I wasn't that experienced so I, I think. I could have done it a lot better, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I also enjoyed it a lot yeah. um, to the fullest, you know. It was my first team. I did whatever I wanted to do, and I gained a lot of weight afterwards, you know, <laughs> and whatnot. It was, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's like a, it's a fine balance because, yeah, you can easily lose something that you've worked 
so long for and then mm. it's just gone you know gone yeah and it's gone you know just for something so temporary you know like food you know like food or like parties yeah. like you know whatever it is girls yeah. or whatever you're into mm-hmm. you can just leave it so quick and um, those are things that a lot of people naturally impossible to <laughs> mm. it's hard to to stay focused and remember what you like what you're there for like what would you use like think for me whenever i lose track of what i'm doing and where i'm going and where i wanted to be and always like i think music is a good reminder mm. like songs that you listen to when you're like at a certain point in your life where you, not exactly i wouldn't say down because that's like has a negative connotation but a point where you like you kind of like you really want something so bad but it's so far away but then you kind of motivate yourself and bring yourself up to get there so like at the start of the journey like when you just start training and then like like remembering a song from that time kind of sends me back and it's like hey remember that guy remember what he wanted and you're here now and you're about to fuck it up for i don't know girls or mm. or like just food as you said or like something silly what do you use um different uh, different years different different things and i think that's a key message here um and you i think you're supposed to actually fuck up yeah because that's the only way you kind of learn you know so i mean i'd much rather if i go back you know say tokyo happened this year i'd much rather have fucked up there than tokyo you know so yeah. fuck if i do the same fuck up again four years later then you didn't really learn much silly <laughs> um yeah it's kind of silly <laughs> but um I just use a list of values, you know. I have I write I write my values down. I write top 3 and every time it works for me, I don't know if it works for anyone else. Every time I'm actually like mentally, physically, spiritually or whatever fit is when I'm following a list of my values mm-hmm. and you know, in top 3 family, faith and and health. Yeah. You know, Definitely. and you can and and whenever I'm losing focus, too much focus, you kind of just you kind of just write do do some, something each day. on those three things yeah. you know so one um families you got to speak to your family each day yeah, yeah. you just call them each day for like 30 days you know you get you back into a routine or 10 days whatever it is um faith is you just get a faith is known for that being peaceful with yourself and what not um uh, just being able to sit by yourself and enjoy your own company mm-hmm. um and then health is you know anything from eating right to going for a run playing basketball like I'm in my off season right now I'm not really doing much exercise but it doesn't mean I can't go play basketball or something like that. Yeah. So that's that's how I get myself back into into routine. Yeah. Um and then fourth was like knowledge. I like reading, so just picking up a book and read. And more than reading, I like I'm um, learning from people. So just having a conversation with a random person. Yeah. Um on the street or or something like that, just learning someone else's story, you know. It gets you back on track. It yeah. gets me back anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm quite similar as well. Like Whenever I've gone a while without like cuz I'm in Germany and I'm originally from yeah Malawi Malawi yeah different culture different people I mean I have some family here but most of me is back there mm. I'd say so whenever I go some time without speaking to them it feels like I've lost so much of myself you know mm. and then as you said you have to restart kind of like when your computer freezes and it's like <laughs> restart <laughs> restart and then you got to feel home yeah. you know and and home is is more of a feeling than a place yeah. especially for us being away from all the time you get a 
you can't have home as a place because yeah. you're always going to feel like you're not home. Exactly. So if you if you're planning to study in Tubingen and and home is Malawi, nah. it's going to add up each time. Dead apps. It's going to add up. And you might as well go go back. Go study in Malawi, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you got to be able to be flexible with with the word home. Yeah. Um you got to explore that a little bit, which is um which I explored a lot over the years and I wrote a pretty good blog on it. Um but at the end of the day home is really just a feeling or or like a book or whatever to get you back to feel like you're home. Yeah, it's, it's within you. Just mm. you just need to find it somewhere hidden. Mm. And technology helps, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can FaceTime your family anytime you want. Yeah, it's uh like teaching them all these things, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Skype 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 didn't happen. <laughs> WhatsApp uh, added the video call file. <laughs> Skype on. <laughs> that one didn't work out. That, that, one, that one really adds up. You try to teach your parents, and man, my mom sometimes calls me at two a.m. I'm like, God, you know, there's time difference, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that that kind of adds up, but it's good stories, you know. It's some fun stuff. And the worst is like ah, the relationship between you and like the African parents. Like you know, they know I do different <laughs> stuff and all, yeah. But I can't answer the phone if I'm in the club. And <laughs> Boy, especially now, yeah, not a club, but like the bar, especially now with the Corona, it's yeah. a bit trippy. Where are you? Where are you home? Blah 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 blah. Lecture, like, yeah, like mom, you know, I, I don't live with you anymore. You, know, you <laughs> yeah. can't control this, you know. It's like you know, you know, you can get Corona anywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't get that. One. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's, it's good stories. Though. I love that. It's good. You stories. can build some good, good stories from them. Exactly, and I also feel like. Uh, yeah, growing up the way I did, and also, luckily when I was younger, with the job my dad worked, I was able to travel a lot. And also my country is really multicultured, you know, you have like pretty much every race and every country that is there. So I grew up exposed to so many different cultures that I feel like I can, like, it's not that I've become someone different, but then it's, I feel like I can blend in in a lot of uh, scenarios and environments, which... I'm really grateful for because my parents are the reason that I was able to have that. First of all, letting me travel at a young age and also yeah, giving me the right education. And yeah. also my mom is Muslim. Yeah. My dad is Christian. You know, that's like... Yeah, you're geez. able. Yeah, you're able to kind of move and yeah. move in different situations, different areas with different people. I, if we have like one key, I think that's literally the key. To anything to be able to understand and move and you know just blend in with different people and different cultures i think that's the big key yeah man. if you can do that it's all about empathy yeah you can't you can't be winning yeah you really are or you're on your way to win because i feel like most of the issues that we have they come the foundation is from the lack of understanding and also the lack of empathy you know and not accepting our differences yeah like like i don't know the the gaps between the rich and the poor, at the end of the day, it's lack of empathy. You see the rich people looking at the poorer people and it's like, oh, you haven't worked hard enough. Mm. You haven't done this, you haven't done this. But maybe they just didn't have the opportunities that you had. I mean, yes, you did work hard. We won't take that away from you. But, like, even if they worked hard, they wouldn't be where you are. Mm. And the other way around, where the poor people are demonizing the rich, rich people as well, that's also an issue. That's a, yeah, that's an issue too. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, you're just rich because of your family and that. And that's, it's a bunch of assumptions. Yeah. Assumptions don't help. Same they thing. They create divisions and yeah. 
and it kind of sucks. And the same thing with uh, pretty much everything, like racism, judging people on their sexuality. It's, at the end of the day, it's understanding and empathy. The mm. lack of that is what brings issues to the human race, I think. Like, mm-hmm. We always look at it like, oh, this is an issue, we're pointing fingers, blah, blah, blah. We need to change these laws, blah, blah, blah. But what doesn't need to change is the laws because the laws won't mean anything if in the first place humans just heal you know mm-hmm. and they can live together well you know but finally that's a tough thing to do <laughs> yeah tough one but um as we're talking about corona as well I guess like this has been a weird year i think for a lot of people um a lot of people who had jobs or careers those careers maybe weren't so useful well, not, I wouldn't say useful, but then they are, a lot of careers have been affected by this thing. And as you said, also, you weren't able to do the Olympics this year, which I guess put you in a weird, not I would say like a, not like, kind of like a, a run to like you're stuck somewhere, you know, you feel like mm. you, one day you said you, you were going to race, but you weren't really feeling it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. where are we even going? Yeah. Like this season is, it's, the season's already in the bin for you. It's like, it's, it's like, yeah, I think with everyone, you know, whether sports or not, it's like, you just fluctuate, you know, between moods. Mm. And I think the first thing is understanding that's, that's okay, because, mm. um, I mean, no one really, until this day, we don't really know the end to this virus, whatever it is. So, you know, when it came, it's like, fuck, you know, no Olympics, we can't, we're in shape. But then it's like, mm, well, I didn't miss out because I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm unfit. Is because you know there's a pandemic no one's going to the Olympics mm-hmm. you know had it been like I'm not going because I wasn't competent and I didn't make the team it would have been a lot different than opposed to like okay it's it's a whole world pandemic and mm-hmm. it's a global issue and and I think it's we need to think more about about the world and about our health and give people time to figure this figure this thing out before we can be like oh you know what about me the Olympics this because man people, yeah. people lost a lot of things and people lost jobs as you said people lost family members yeah. that's, that's the worst loss is losing someone and then and then you have you know created so much disconnection um, you know human touch you know you couldn't so many people were locked out couldn't be with people and and you're not used to being alone so you know, the mental health declined. Yeah. All the people's mental health just went downhill. And then, and then you know, not to see it also, the, there's a few positives. People actually learned to be super creative, create new things. Um, people started podcasts. People started reading more, um, started sympathizing and stuff like that. And people realized how important people are. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the good thing. It's like, okay, we actually need people. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck, you know, it actually adds up being alone by yourself. That many people around you. Um, so I hope when everything gets back to normal, whenever that is, um, you know, we can come back and keeping the same energy that we had during lockdown about, you know, being close with people, being nice to people and, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, there's, you can always look at something positively when it's a bad thing. Because, yeah, it's here, you know, <laughs> you have no other choice. But then at the same time, mm, you hear other people saying like, oh, yeah, coronavirus, whatever, this year was good for me. 
I feel like that's an arrogant way of saying it. But then, as you said, you put it in a good way that we've got some positives out of it. Yes, it's a bad thing. And there's a lot of people who are having a terrible year still. Mm -hmm. And then if you are able to come out of it and grow, that's great for you. But at the same time, it's a global thing. And if you're coming out being arrogant, I feel like it's also demotivates other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you say, I was still able to push through not going to the Olympics and then think about this and look at it in a different perspective, that this is not just about me. Although I can still grow and adjust to this environment, this is a global perspective. And then that gives people who are having a tough time a little glimmer of hope that, okay, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it can get better for me, even though I've lost maybe family members, lost my job things are tough, you know, for them, then they're like, okay, if he can do it, I can do it too. But if it's like, you know, you're being arrogant about it, like, oh yeah, I'm still doing this, blah, 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 things for me are still going on. I feel like that's uh, quite arrogant. And then that's, it's, it's, a, it's a fine balance. Mm -hmm. And as, as you said, the people thing, like people are important. At the start, like at the start of lockdown, sure, it was so weird, you know, because I'm so used to talking to people and you went to this thing where you shouldn't even talk to people, don't even get close to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, nah, get away. <laughs> like, yeah. 10 meters away, mate. Don't speak to me. And then, like, when the lockdown ended and we're allowed to go out again, go to bars, it was this tough thing again where you kind of had to relearn your social skills. And can I, can I go talk to them? I was like, are they going to be like, hey, piss off, it's corona time. <laughs> yeah, especially like, are we shaking hands? Are we hugging? Or, oh. or what are we doing? Fist thumping? Um, you know, wearing a mask, you got to get used to it. I think that's going to, I think, I think this virus is here to stay. Yeah. And we're going to have to learn to live with it. So, you know, the masks are going to be a thing. And the masks aren't really that bad. Honestly. Oh, they just add up, you know, a flight from Australia all the way to Europe wearing a mask. It's, it's not fun. No, I don't. But if, if um, I mean, if you look at it the other way, um, I think there was only, I don't even know, there wasn't many people that out of the country and mm -hmm. I was able to fly to Europe during that time. I'll take that and wear a mask anytime, yeah. you know, um, rather than looking at the negative part, let's, let's look at the, the fact that we, we actually been able to get out yep. and the fact that we're healthy and also, you know, if you don't want to wear a mask for yourself, wear it for someone else because... You know, someone else might not be comfortable with you not wearing one, and and you know, if that's what it takes to protect others, then that's what it takes. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing again, where you just have to think empathy, think about other people. Like for me, first of all, I remember what it was like being in lockdown, not being able to do anything at all. And if they're like, yeah, you have to wear a mask in the shops, in the train, kind of uncomfortable, yes, but I'll take that any day over having going to go back again just being in a room but now you can take flights again you can go here you can go here and then just if keep some general hygiene wear a mask wash your hands and then we can reduce the spread mm. those are not very hard things to do you know for the greater good but yeah, for some i guess it's too much <laughs> yeah. too much yeah but yeah as you said it's here to stay and there's a lot of creativity coming out of humans and i'm as yeah, humans, we are an adapting race. We we adjust to the environments that we're in. So I think this thing is tough now, but soon soon enough we'll be able to adjust it even if we don't get 
a vaccine or whatever, we'll be able to adjust, we'll be able to get back to society where everyone has something for them again, hopefully, yeah. until that, if that vaccine comes. Yeah. Or if we adjust to the point where our immune systems are built enough to even fight against it eventually. And then that's again about your yeah, health and faith, where you have to have a healthy diet, keep fit, and then that's not the cure, of course, but then you're much more protected against it and mm-hmm. always wear a mask. But what was it like traveling around with the added stress of the corona restrictions? It wasn't it wasn't that stressful. Mm. Um, I guess the new things are, you know, you gotta have a corona test. Uh, so you, you gotta have a paper with you. Some countries require you to have one before going there. You gotta wear a mask at the airport and during the whole flight. Those are the differences. Um, you know, keeping 1.5 meters from people. Some shops aren't open. Some countries, you know, coming out of Melbourne, there was no shops open at the airport. And then coming into London, you know, everything is kind of open. So, you know, you just got to be, you just got to accept there's some differences in different areas and different countries. And you got to actually do some research, you know, know, know what you need before you go into a country. Because mm-hmm. the worst thing you can, can do is rock up to, you know, take a flight, rock up to a country and you don't have a test. And they say, um, you got to turn around and go back. Or even worse, you know, after a long flight, you gotta take it, take a test at the airport and wait like six hours for for the results before they return. Um, or even testing testing positive and having to spend two weeks at a hotel or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. And you, you know, you gotta be prepared. You gotta be a lot more prepared this time than usual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. And then also just prepared to for yourself so that you can get in and you don't have a tough time. But I would also like urge people because I've seen some videos and like pictures where people go to yeah, different countries around the world, some developing countries like in Asia and Africa, like I saw some people go to Uganda, some influences, and they're spending time with people like going around and stuff and everyone else is wearing a mask, but they're not, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's also a lack of respect yeah. where you go to a country and you're coming from where you're wearing a mask, then they're not wearing one there, which is like, you don't really care about them, you know, mm. especially if they, their infrastructure isn't enough to fight against the coronavirus. Yeah. So as, again, just think a bit more, think about people around you, think about the people who, the people you know, interact with and try to keep them safe as well. And then just think about the bigger picture and we're in this together. Um, I guess that's the end of the podcast. It was a nice one. He spoke about a lot of stuff. And he said, guys, it's not stay home now. It's stay safe and think about everyone else. And we hope that you can adjust and send him much love and hope you can adjust to this new economy, new world. And wishing you all the best and sending much love. You make it through. You're going through a tough time. And if you're doing well, motivate everyone else to do the same too. Yes, sir. <laughs> Anything else, mate? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice ending. Ooh, 44 minutes. Kill them. Yeah. That wraps up this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and can relate to some of the experiences shared. I hope this added something to your day or your week. Keep moving. See you for the next one.